our Teen Sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Saddleball Routine Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. I like it when you say three, two, one. You're live. You like that, do you? <laughs> live. Because you're live. I am live. This is the only place. Hey, it takes you a are to- Erica. I'm a- and I'm alive. Teen Sports Radio. <laughs> That's it. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Do you, do you finish up all your Christmas shopping? I have. You have? I have. Yeah. A matter of fact, believe it or not, uh, this is shocking. Uh, 29th of November, I was done. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we have to drive. So I'm going to take you out after this. That's going to be part of your Christmas. But oh, then we have okay. to drive since you have time. So we're going to drive to that because I forgot your presents. Okay? <laughs> and I got lessons, too. And I don't want to come back here. <laughs> so that's it. So we're going to take a little, gonna take a little uh, road trip. Okay. It's not that. It's only four exits up. It's all not right. a bad thing. I'm working. I'll do that. Um, yeah. yeah. So, Dominique, you're done with all of your stuff. I'm done. I am. I am so done. You know what? I, I got my oldest son. He's probably, I don't think he's going to be listening no, to the show, so. but that's okay. No. Uh, I'm going to send it to him. So I know you it's, will. It's kind of like taking a peek. <laughs> but they have this uh, site. If you're a golfer, okay? Uh-huh. Golf balls and are teens, super, this is fantastic. Yeah, golfers are, golfing is a super expensive sport, right? Yeah. And of course, you, know, you need a lot of golf balls. And, and how it is, is... Yeah, there's all different kinds of golf balls, and they range in price. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, so I'm like, gosh, you know, I've picked up a lot of mine. We lived next to a little par three growing up. I grew up Very in Long nice. Island, New York, uh-huh. and uh, so I used to just go find them. You know? And I mean, I never had a problem finding them. I cut through the fence, boom, find them. And then sometimes <laughs> when nobody was around, you know, I, I rigged myself this rake, and because there was a pond right there, so I don't really paid much i never really i probably paid maybe i don't very little for golf yeah. balls my whole life pretty much and then moved out here in my senior year of high school but i was like looking around and it took me a while it took me about an hour but i found this site and i got um two buckets of mint balls oh okay then he likes callaway all right and uh-huh. i got a mixed one so right. i got the soft the super soft all of callaway brands and what it is is they just don't box them up yeah. Okay, and I got it for like two buckets, 48 each bucket, 96 not, balls. Not bad. I know, cheap. Yeah. Okay, super, I just dive super, into the pond cheap. on the course and do it with my scuba gear. I believe it. But I called the company because, God, this can't cost this much because some of these balls are like 40 bucks for a dozen. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I call them up. They've been in business 30 years, and you could buy mint, nearly mint, you know, trashed or whatever yeah. it all depends if you just want drive driving rain balls or whatever like this so yeah so i'm really excited so that, yeah. that actually gets delivered today yeah. eggs so, you'd say the 40 40 for a dozen brand new ones in a box right eggs are getting close to that <laughs> <laughs> i know right <laughs> thank goodness you have chickens i know well we're still getting eggs how, yes, how, we what did we get this morning so I, we're getting between two or three eggs normally we get uh, eight to a dozen eggs a day. Right. So uh, what happens is in the wintertime, they grow feathers. It's so cold. <laughs> right. Yeah. They have to grow feathers. I mean, you can't slight them for that. No, but, not at all. Uh, well, I can tell you this, uh, as far as the county goes and all the sports and all the schools, records are being broken kids are wow. doing Excelling. super well Woo-hoo. everybody is I, i've never seen so many offers ever so you know Very they exciting. put in Offer, the time college uh, yeah. offers yeah college offers they're putting in the time where everything's getting posted if you haven't checked it out teen sports radio on facebook i try to post as much as i can i've actually been be- reached out by other schools now that we're going wide so i have schools from all over the country now that i'm posting the results and i i get a lot of it's good exciting. feedback it's not just a county show anymore it's 
Ferris, especially with all the service and uh, work that we've gotten from Jeremiah Ferris, uh, Eternity Ready Radio. He's really helped us a lot, uh, platforming Teen Sports Radio now globally. So anyway, all that said, let's get to Santa Barbara High Schools. We've got the Dons. We've got Romy Davies. What's going on? Thank you, Erica, and hello, everyone. This is Romy Davies, Santa Barbara High School senior, reporting back from Santa Barbara, California, with this week's SB Dawn Sports Recap. On Wednesday, the wrestling team made history with their first ever victory against those Pueblos. Following their coach Mark Title's game plan to a T, the Dons beat the boys 39-36 at Sovine Gym. Key pins from Benicio Holland Garcia at 170 pounds, Jose Zapian at 195, and Austin Dye at 113, and Angel Para scored a vital win at 182 pounds to spark the momentous night. Title mentioned how proud he was of the team for believing and sticking with it. In basketball news, a combination of tough defense, strong rebounding, and balanced scoring were the ingredients the boys' basketball team used to blow past Dos Pueblos 79-60 in the Channel League basketball game on Friday night at the J.R. Richards gym. The boys put five players in double figures as they snapped a four-game losing streak and improved to 2-0 in the Channel League. Luke Zuffalato scored 20 points to lead all scorers, Waylon Finkel tallied 18, Carter Battle had 13, Owen DeBush added 12, and Tobin Shylock chipped 10 in a solid performance. In soccer news, the boys had an unfortunate 2-0 loss at San Marcos this weekend. They play Culver City at 12.30 this coming Tuesday, which will hopefully give them a chance to improve their standing in the league. That's it for this week's SB Dons Recap, and see you next time. Thank you, Romy! All right, northbound on the 101. All right. <laughs> Let's get off. Let's hit Dos Pueblos High School. We've got Valeria with Chargers. What's going on? Thanks, Erica. And hey, everyone. I'm Valeria Tiburcio Romo with this week's Charger Recap. Starting off with boys basketball, they played against Berrien Christian High School with a final score of 67-47, the Chargers taking the win. Joe Tellerico led the game with 20 points. Then girls water polo played against Long Beach Millican. The final score was 7-14, the Chargers winning the game. Girls basketball played against Chaft High School with the final score of 58-38. Unfortunately, the Chargers lost. Boys basketball also lost their game against Mission Prep with the final score of 84-38. Going back to girls basketball, they played against Santa Barbara High School with a final score of 69-35, the Chargers taking the win. Justine Katz scored a career high of 28 points. Then boys soccer played against San Marcos. The final score was 4-0 and the Chargers unfortunately lost. Wrestling also had a match but unfortunately lost 39-38. But going back to boys soccer, they played against Oxnard where they also unfortunately lost 3-1. Then girls soccer also played against Oxnard with the final score of 2-1, the Chargers also losing. And finally, girls basketball played against Cabrillo and even went into overtime. The game was intense, but the final score was 56-53, to the Chargers unfortunately losing. And that's it for this week's Charger Recap. My name's Valeria Tiburcio-Romo, and I'll see y'all next year. All right, Valeria, thank you so much. Bishop Diego High School, Sean Walters, the Cardinals, talk to me. Thank you so much, Erica. This is Bishop Diego High School senior Sean Walters sounding on once again to give you the Bishop Diego High School Sports Recap. 
I wanted to start off by saying that during the fall sports season, we had 78 scholar athletes, meaning we had 78 athletes with a 4.0 GPA or higher in quarter one. That's equal to 46% of all the athletes who competed in the fall. That's an incredible statistic and something everyone should feel incredibly honored about. On another good note, we have had some incredible news as star girls volleyball player Eliana Arzua has been named the Tri-Valley League's most valuable player. That's an incredible honor that is very much well deserved. Last night though, sadly our varsity boys basketball team fell short in a 63-52 loss to basketball powerhouse Capistrano Valley. They look to redeem themselves though as they play at Park today at 3. More games will follow as the Frost Soft team will also play Moore Park at 4 and JV afterwards at 5.30. The girls basketball team hasn't had any games recently, but they will play at Fillmore on Tuesday at 7 p.m. For your soccer news, the boys had an unfortunate loss today as they fell short 4-1 against San Inez. They will look to redeem themselves on Monday though as they will face Santa Clara at 3. Well, everyone, that's all I've got for your Bishop Sports recap. Please don't forget to tune in once again next week. This is Sean Walters signing off. Thank you, Sean. All right, we've got our duet. We interviewed them last week. Cute, cute, and cute. What can I say? Uh, So awesome. San Marcos High School Royal Duet. Ambrose Partee and Sammy Schaefer, talk to me. Thanks, Erica. It's Sammy and Ambrose here with your San Marcos Sports Update. Last Tuesday night, the San Marcos boys soccer team took on Dos Pueblos and won with the end score of 4-0. We had goals from junior Javi Elias and seniors Leonel Olivo, Luke Sheffy, and Jose Ramirez. Boys basketball also had a game last Tuesday night against Ventura. They won 53-45. Wyatt Miller led the team with 15 points, along with Micah Jacoby scoring 9 points and Owen Lauderdale scoring 8 points. Great job, boys. But last Thursday night, our boys basketball team had a hard game against Royal with a loss of 59-46. to Wyatt Miller led the team with 14 points. Also, San Marcos coach James Kinsler credited Royal, saying, They had us on our heels from the start. Our guys battled and hung with them most of the night, but we struggled to find offensive rhythm and get defensive stops when we needed them. Our girls basketball also played Thursday, losing a tough game against Satan Joseph, 76-33. Congrats to Michelle Rianas for leading the team with 13 points. But they left with their head held high with Coach Tiffany Sin saying, I'm very proud of how we played as a team against a very tough, skilled, and high percentage shooting team. Great job, girls. In other news, our boys soccer team beat Buena 2-1 on Thursday with big goals from Luke Sheffy and Jose Ramirez, improving to 4-0 in the Channel League. And finally, our San Marcos girls water polo team celebrated Senior Day on Wednesday with a 15-2 win over Ventura. Senior Sophia Panosian and freshman Charlotte Raisin each scored four goals, and senior Ava Stryker added three more for the Royals in the Channel League win. Great work, girls, and congrats to our graduating seniors. That's all we have for you guys this week. Back to you, Erica. Thank you, guys. All right. Oh, let's fill up some, get some coffee mugs going. We got Dominique's Huga. Hallelujah. After these messages.
back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hello, this is Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center, and a Hackett's Huga for this week Auga. is going to be about <laughs> winter one. solstice. Oh, yes. There's lots of cultures that celebrate. This is the, coming up, is the shortest day of the year and the longest night. And um, if you uh, consider the ideas of reincarnation, perhaps you were a Roman in, uh, in ancient times in Rome. During this time period, they celebrated, they had a festival called Saturnella where uh, they felt like there was a god who was in charge of the autumnal harvest. And so they would have this wonderful feast. And first it started out one day, and then it ended up being a week-long party. And it was one of the most popular times of the year, where they just let go of all social norms, and everybody indulged in drinking and feasting and giving gifts. And it was a really fun time of the year. Um, in China, they have a wonderful winter solstice celebration called Dongji, and this literally means winter arrives. And it's basically about six weeks before the beginning of the Chinese New Year. And this festival, they literally feel like on this day, everyone becomes a year older. So it's really fun. It's also a harvest festival. And so farmers and fishermen, they would take time off to celebrate with their families. So um, today it isn't, I don't believe it's an official holiday, but it remains an occasion where in China families get together to celebrate the year and to pass good wishes for the next year. In uh, Persia, in uh, uh, Iranians, they celebrate... Sabi Yalda, and that is considered the longest night of the year. And so they celebrate this as the triumph of the sun god Mithra over darkness. And so it's considered the night of birth. And for a lot of ancient cultures, what you're watching is that is darkness going to win or is light going to win? Because after the winter solstice in the northern hemisphere, we experience the light growing again. And we experience our day becoming longer again. So all these traditions have to do with that huga quality of coming together with family and friends and celebrating and having, you know, talking about the previous year that's happened and having best wishes for the next year. Well, I wanted to share that when I was uh, a young child, my grandmother told me a lot of stories. And she told me this one story that stuck with me my whole life long. And it was about a little boy who asked his mom, why does the sun rise every day? And she was probably, you know, busy trying to just get things done. And so she just casually said, well, someone on the planet rises early before dawn and greets the sun and makes the sun feel welcome. That's why the sun rises every day. And so the little boy thought about this. And one evening, his heart told him, tomorrow is my day to greet the sun. And so he got up in the dark and he bundled up because it was kind of cold. And he went out and he climbed the tallest tree that he knew was a good place for him to climb. And he sat and he waited. And what he experienced was first in the dark, he felt that gentle breeze. And then he saw the most beautiful blue, like midnight blue of the sky. 
And then he saw the first rays of the sun. And he also heard the birds. The birds wake up and they sing. Before they've even eaten, they sing. And so when he saw the light, he experienced just the gloriousness. And his eyes wept just for the joy of having the privilege to welcome the sun. And so what I want to suggest to everyone, if you've never done a winter solstice celebration, consider whether it's on the day of winter solstice, which is usually the 20th, 21st, or 22nd, somewhere around there. Pick a day and decide that maybe you're the human for that day who's going to greet the sun. And you have to get up very early. You get up and it's still dark out. And the reason why there is a gentle breeze is because as our planet turns and experiences the heat of the light of the sun, there is a gentle breeze that precedes the light because it's uh, the sun's rays are warming up the planet. And so constantly all around our planet, there's this gentle breeze that precedes the, the sensation of the dawning of the sun. So you get up early, you'll feel that breeze, you'll hear the birds wake up, you'll hear the rustling in the leaves, you'll see this magnificent bluish color to the sky that you don't see at sunset. It's different. The light is different in the morning. And I just highly recommend, if you've never done it before, put it on your bucket list for 2023 mm. to mm. greet the sun. I greeted the sun once. <clears throat> I want to hear my story. I fell asleep at the beach and I woke up the next day. It was in the summer. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just took a, took a little nap. <laughs> I won't go there. I like right. that. That's a the great first time greeting. I tasted that. What is that? Everclear? You know, that oh, lake, whatever. Goodness. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I did, you know I can't drink, right? I didn't drink that. I mean, I was just gone. Nobody could find me. Oh, yeah. It was all points bonafide. I think I was on a milk carton. Oh, yeah. It was really bad. I can't stop laughing. Uh, I, and I was not, not good. By the way, I can tie this into your story, uh, Dominique. I have found that the worst time of the day, the 24-hour period, to even think about these crises things is at night. Because at night, there are no borders. It goes out forever because of the darkness but once the sun comes up now you have borders now you have you can see things boundaries you can yeah, see yeah. things so i've i've made it my point whatever it takes for me to get to sleep without thinking about it at night that's what I do. Deal with it in the morning. Deal with it. I'll watch comedy videos on YouTube if that's Laughing what it takes. Laughing is very Laughing, helpful. Laughing, exactly. So, Doctor yeah. Amy, I couldn't agree with you more. It's it's uh, what a what a great way to to resolve. Well, I don't want to say resolve because it's not resolved, but it's to a, cope with. See, well, it's a thinking manage. to honor the process that you recognize is going on for you. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and I would encourage people to reach out and then watch the videos and then go sleep. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love okay. it. I love this it. is all reaching out. Videos and then go to sleep. This is after you get up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go catch that sun. But how do they reach out to, to Dr. Amy, Dr. Amy? Yeah. Can you, you give us can your find number? Me at stillquietplace.com. My new website should be up by the end of the month or spotaspider.com. Nice. Excellent. Thank Excellent. You. Thank you All so right. much. Thanks for joining us today, Dr. Amy. We know you got to go. Richard See you Ells soon. Thank you. <laughs> Richard Bye. Ellsworth is in the house. Have you ever woke up to the sun? Uh, yeah. Okay, now you yeah. don't have to have you know share my experience. Okay, <laughs> my experience was very similar. But I, I really, because I I remember that experience like it was yesterday. I was pulling sand out of my teeth for a week. <laughs>
Yeah, those are those are the times that I've woken up with the sun. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they know it's going to be so spiritual when I'm 61. That's right. It's a spiritual event. <laughs> well, the reason why I share this story is because I did not know that there is a gentle breeze that occurs before the light comes. And I, I just think it's so, there's so many things that are so fascinating about this human experience. And even just the magicalness of waking up and greeting the dawn. It's just so beautiful. Speaking of Dawn, mm-hmm. we got Dawn Sanders in the house. Okay, <laughs> nice. You nice like that segue. Dawn? Very good. Nice segue I know you there. like to do his mantra yeah. in the morning, Dawn's and I pick. Massageohi.com. Yes, I like it when my wife wakes up and greets the Dawn too. Get yeah, <laughs> your wife. <laughs> he, he calls it the Dawn. That's, That's what he calls. I like it. Uh, but, but yeah, it's got a name. I, I think it's. You know, it's wonderful, actually, to experience the dawn. And uh, I like to first thing in the morning, you know, raise my life condition with the, the chanting that I do. It's it's very beneficial in the morning. You just soak it up. It's like no trouble to to uh, to chant first thing in the morning. It's getting you in rhythm with that dawn. I was also thinking with Dominique's topic of this expression, I keep hearing slow is smooth and smooth is fast, a somewhat Mm. enigmatic sounding phrase. What it actually means, though, this was actually adopted like an axiom, at least of the Navy SEALs. It's like if you do something slow and think it out, everything you need to do and you practice, practice, practice it slow, then eventually you'll be able to do it really well fast without even thinking about it. And I, and I thought, since this is sort of a slow down and reset time, that's a good thing to build into the mix. I hope you guys can can follow me there. You know, because uh, my, my mother used to say a variation of this called make haste slowly. Ooh, so I like it. So as we roll, yeah, rolling into winter here, you know, those things that you want to, you know, master or challenge now that you haven't challenged and just start out slowly and start putting that together. I just think it's kind of cool for our kids. Nobody sat me down and say, oh, winter solstice. Why don't you get up tomorrow morning and watch the sun? I mean, it's just not a conversation that I ever had with my well, family it, or experience. I think it's kind of cool. Teens, if you haven't experienced it, go, uh, even if it's on a Saturday or Sunday, go to Shoreline Park early in the morning before the sun comes up. And it is magical at this time of the year to watch the sun. It's, the sun is in its most southern point. And to watch it come up over the ocean, it, it's just... It's kind of like one of those cool things that you could do as a family tradition. Absolutely. It's oh, once yeah. a year. Yeah. All the kids get up, whatever, some, find some a place. Put some warm drink in the thermos. Warm drinks, exactly. A little picnic, watch the sun come up. Yeah. Shoreline was, Park's a great place to do. Yeah, it's nice. It's beautiful. And on winter solstice, frequently, you will see a lot of people out there greeting the sun. And you know what's really kind of cool is there are places on the planet where if you happen to be there... Now, we were not there at this particular particular time on the solstice but there's a place called Newgrange in yes. Ireland and Beautiful. if you go there at uh, the solstice in the morning this as the sun is rising the sun goes into the chamber and as the sun rises it goes all the way into the back of the chamber and illuminates the entire chamber it's just i've not been there i wish i was had been there to see it maybe one day it's but it's got to be spectip- spectacular it yeah, is. yeah. richard have you ever seen it richard ellsworth <clears throat> um newgrange yeah yeah 
You were you were bobbing yes. your head. Yeah, I, I, never I, watched, I got that feeling. I, I got it. that feeling that you had <laughs> well, connection to what he was saying. Fortunately, if you go oh, right yeah. now to Newgrange, they mimic it. They have lights yeah, set up. Yeah. So they can mimic it for you. But I, it's beautiful. Yeah. And they used to disallow any kind of recording, audio or video, inside the chamber. Now, apparently, they've changed their minds. I I, I don't know. I, I, the reason they told us was because it, we they wanted to show respect to the ancestors. Mm. Who built it and 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 what have you? Um, but it's it's a magnificent and the acoustics in there are as close to perfect as you can get. It's it was amazing. Nice. Anyway, so let's take a break. Okay. All right. Let's just do, let's do a, a stand and snap. Okay. We got new music in the wheel. We got to like it. Stretch. Fill up your coffee. We've got Richard Ellsworth after these messages. Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is Richard Ellsworth. Happy holiday season. Uh, it's been quite a while since I've uh, I've been here on the show, and um, what a really great way to be welcomed back in to hear all of these great stories about traditions of celebrating the holidays and in, in different parts of the world. Um, and uh, also talking about the sun rising and all of this spinning through my head was reminding me of the way that um, individuals in Ireland or, or the Druids that, that start off in Gaul celebrate the holiday season. Um, and it is all about light. It is all about bringing light into the darkest time of the year. Um, so I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with the idea of the Yule Log. Right, which is uh, based on a fire that the druids in their groves would keep going all year round. Well, not not all year round, all season round, right through the holiday season. And it was thought that if that fire ever went out, that that darkness would allow evil spirits to come in and start messing with people's lives and bring all sorts of bad luck and bad fortune. So to bring light into the darkness was a way of warding off these these negative entities. Um, and it's something that we still do today, right? We put lights on our Christmas trees. We put lights outside in our in our front yards. Um, the holiday season is very much a time of lighting things up. And it's carried on not just in um, something like Christmas, but it's, it's carried on in Hanukkah um, and lots of other holiday seasons. It's all about bringing light into the dark. Um, which is just a really, really fun way to, to think about it. I mean, not so much that you're necessarily keeping evil entities at bay, but it's fun to think about the idea of, of taking a time that is dark and can be, can be pretty um, depressing for a lot of people. The holiday season can be, can be very stressful sometimes. 
And if you look at light and candles and um, fires, uh, uh, that's a difficult word to say in California. I, I know, but, um, <laughs> you know it's these are these are all ways to like bring some joy and 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 positivity to even even the dark parts of our minds as well. You know, it's interesting because just last night uh, we were we had a fire going in the fireplace, and then we have this beautiful huge picture window going looking out on our porch, and it's got a nice ledge on it. And and my wife Amrita has put all of these votive candles holders and things so and she puts candles and lights them and we're laying there tv was interestingly off and she says this is perfect this is absolutely beautiful there's something Aww. about that yes. light that glow from a flame very yeah. satisfying a controlled flame richard yeah. <laughs> so you do live in the mountains so, and we live yeah. in the mountains right yeah. and it was so, it, so it's just satisfying. so beautiful yeah, yeah. It, it, there's something very very calming, even spiritual about it. Well, uh, Richard Ellsworth, you can speak to how the body responds to that golden light of firelight. Mm, yeah. So the the warm tones actually cancel out the blue light part of the spectrum. Mm. So the blue light part of the spectrum is what increases cortisol production when we see it. So it actually gets us all ready to go in the morning. Right. So in the evening, when we have full spectrum lights in our in our homes, which is which is great, or even candlelight flames that actually causes our brains to start producing melatonin. And that actually will trickle through our nervous system and start to calm everything down and get us prepared for the idea of sleep. Which hence is the reason why they have on some more current laptops, phones and so forth. A nighttime filter. It almost looks brown to me. Yeah. Uh, to dim down, if you will, or to neutralize that blue light. We have glasses, too. We got glasses and, for yeah. Christmas. Somebody really? very Thank special you. to us, Richard mm. Ellsworth, was noticing the amount of time that we were spending on our screens. On screens mm. And he yeah. gave us beautiful glasses. Special glasses. Cool. Special glasses. Yeah. Don, um, Don is rising, raising his hand. Yeah. So, yes, we we went to a curfew for devices at 930 and we don't always honor it, but we try to stop the blue light at 930. And it's amazing if then we have an option to read till 1030, then lights out uh, if we're sticking to it. And uh, it's amazing how fast you can wind down and and start yawning and go to sleep when you cut the blue and just read for even a few minutes. Yeah. It's very soothing Definitely. to read. Yeah. Dr. Jean, when you're working with your clients and so forth, do you work with them in regards to light and so forth? You know, I was listening to a, a podcast recently, uh, doc, uh, the Huberman Lab, and he is a neuropsychologist and an ophthalmologist. And he has incredible information about like when to turn the light on and where it should be, um, you know, and, and how to focus when you need to and the distance between yourself. And so I, I do, I, I send people to listen to his podcast because he, he's so much more articulate than I am. But you know what I, I'm thinking about this concept of the solstice and the shifting in light, right? That when we, you know, when we do turn off our, our electronics and our, our lights, the other senses turn on. We're not so focused on just what's happening in our vision. And so, you know, it expands to like, what are we, what are we listening to? So uh, sometimes I'll have clients 
you know, pay attention to what are the sounds that you can hear and kind of like an echo locating, right? Like how far away are they, right? You know, what are the sounds that are close to you? What are they far away? So that you get a better sense of your connection to the whole world in that way. Um, but I think also just about this concept of, you know, we're at the darkest hour, right? That, that there's this sense of what are the hardest, what are, what are the pieces of hardship and despair that you have had to go through this year? So a time of like really taking inventory of what have you gone through? What have you learned? What have you been able to tolerate this last year and really honoring your growth? and also recognizing that that growth, when you when you work through things, it also expands your capacity for joy. It's like mm-hmm. this, you know, it's a, it's it's a balance. And so I, I was thinking too about that gentle breeze, and how when something starts to feel resolved, when you start to feel the relief of something, right? That how does that come across you, right? That sense of like, I can feel it, right? That can feel the breeze of change, of newness. And then I'm also thinking about when that sunlight hits, right? The warmth that starts to come across your whole body, right? That you can feel integrated and that you can really feel connected with the sun and the earth and your body all all in one. Gosh, I never thought about that breeze as being the breath. There's the breath before the light, before the coming of the light. That yeah. is so beautiful. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah we just want to stay uh, <clears throat> close to um, our friends and family mm. over the next week. Mm-hmm. And if you know of anybody out there that you haven't reached out to, it's a good time to do that oh, because yeah. we want to. We, we started a a, um, a tradition in our family with uh, doing that, especially pre-COVID, and uh, because all of Dominique's kids and my kids are all grown and gone, um, it's been important to us to uh, extend our tribe and include them in in everything. And we'd start off with two, three people at an event, and it turns into 20. But that just, that's just <laughs> how it is. It happens. That how, that's, but, but that's but just like what yeah, we want. Yeah. But what I want to do after the break is I want to talk to Richard, because Richard's on a new path. I want to talk a little bit about it. I think it's really important for him to share his story, uh, because we have kids right now, especially these are like, this is the COVID graduates. And they might be a little kerfluffled, and I it's I want to have Richard articulate that. And hey, it's okay if you don't really know what you want to do right now because you know they've been stampeded and and run over, and they they've this this generation of uh, what they've had to deal with. You know, you've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of kids that have been affected by COVID, and. Um, their their schooling experience was way different than anything exactly we've been through. yeah and i just want them to know it's okay because we have a success story right after these messages
back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. All right, coffee's filled. I want to, what I want to do now is uh, I want to bring Richard Ellsworth back in, and he's got such a great story. And what I want him to do is to tell us, go back to high school and tell us how he got to here now. And the reason why I think this is important is because kids are under an enormous amount of pressure. And I think this graduating class has just been tromped on. And I I want them to know it's okay if they don't know what they want to do. I want them to know that that's okay, because honestly, at the end of the day, they're all going to, this generation is probably going to be our first big generation of centurions. And so, in other words, that to me is that you got time, all right? And if you just get in touch and, and get to know who you are as a being, and um, I don't know, I just think at the end of the day, it's all going to work out for the, your highest and best. Richard, talk to me. What 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 happened to you? <laughs> no, no. Look at where you are right now. I'm so proud of you. Okay. Oh, thank you. Okay, so you well, go. What year did you graduate? Uh, 2013 from high school. Okay, so then what happened? Talk to us. So at that time, um, I I knew without the shadow of a doubt I wanted to be a chef. Um, and I said, okay, well I want to be a chef. This is where my heart is. Took my, I had to really convince my parents, right? They, 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 you know, were not so keen on me having a job that wasn't necessarily thought of as high paying or whatever, but I knew I loved cooking. That's what I wanted to do. I said, I got to go to the best school out there, went to the Culinary Institute of America, um, then went on a, an, an internship in Ireland, didn't work out <clears throat> and sent me on a totally different direction, right? It gave me new perspective <clears throat> about what, um, the food service industry was like. Um, and I, I still loved it, but I knew it wasn't what I wanted to be doing on a daily basis. So I said, okay, well, what else did, what else stirred up my passions in, in high school? Um, and I said, well, history, right? So then I went um, on to the, the University of Connecticut, studied history, um, and I needed a bunch of related courses. And I took a class in archaeology. And I was like, oh my God, I want to be an archaeologist. That's it. Um, and I went with it, um, did a whole bunch of digs, eventually moved out here to Santa Barbara to work for archeology span firms. Um, and I was doing that until the pandemic hit. Um, and when the pandemic hit, like it did for a lot of people, it just shook everything up, right? All of a sudden, um, I, I had multiple jobs going at once in, in archeology span and they just collapsed and I was without anything to do. Um, and then magically, this opportunity unfolded. Well, I shouldn't say completely magically because of Dominique. Um, I ended up working at the Braille Institute and teaching Braille to the blind and, and visually impaired. Not a place I ever I ever thought I would be, but that's where life took me. A sidestep, um, though, well, you're, you were raised with two um, visually, impaired visually impaired siblings, siblings. which was, yeah, right. it was amazing. Right. So that definitely fed fed into that 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 fire a little bit. Um, and uh, from there, you know, working with all of these students, I realized that a lot of them were going through a very strong disconnect between their minds and their bodies. Um, and I said, is this really the best way that I can help all of these people? And I said, you know, to some extent it is, but I want to be able to help them more. So I want to be a chiropractor. Um, and it just hit me. 
one day. I was actually on the, the, the chiropractic table and I sat up. Like, Thank you like to Christine Marie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Christine Marie for the referral. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I sat up on a, on a chiropractic table and I said, I'm going to be a chiropractor <laughs> just like that. Um, and within a month, it all happened and unfolded extraordinarily quickly and perfectly. And when I look back, even though my path was convoluted and jumped all over the place, I would not be able to do what I'm doing now if I didn't have those other pieces in place. So there is a path for all of us. And it is totally okay if it jumps all over the place and your passions change and shift. That is totally fine because all of those pieces are going to make you the best version of who you end up as, as you could possibly be. Nice. Couldn't agree with you more. Don, you can relate to this. Your, Your daughter went back and forth, back and forth, and look where she landed. Amazing. Well, she would have had to do that because her parents have both taken the road less traveled. (laughs) Neither neither one of us wanted to sign. We both went through and got our college degrees actually from the same institution, UCLA. And we we neither of us wanted to work a 30, 40 year grind. But there was nothing that was calling to us that way. And so we've had to figure that out. And and fortunately, where we met in our Sangha, you know, that chant of Namyo Haringe Kyo, it's fortified our lives is to where you know we're not afraid to we're, we're not afraid to face the storms because there's days when you feel like what was i thinking when i picked this you know and then there's <laughs> days when you feel like i am so glad because you start to see the things fit together like richard was just talking about you start to see how things connect and things that you did before that maybe you thought you ran them to a dead end you see that they had a purpose in the grand scheme of things and you're knitting them together into a whole so my daughter and my son, I believe, are just taking this and running with it. They're both finding my son's finding his way right now as a cook and and uh, is very, very busy at it. And my daughter, you guys heard her when she came on the program, you know, uh, the adventurer, the world traveler. <laughs> so beautiful. beautiful. This is awesome. All right. We got a lot of show left. Let's take a break. This is Erica, the queen of team. We'll be back with more after these messages. Our Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. We are back. I just want to go around and, you know, it's Christmas is a few days away. And, mm-hmm. you know, so solstice. It's today or tomorrow, the next day. I have to look it up. I wasn't. Dominique didn't tell me we were talking about the winter solstice, so I don't know when it is. It's, she's going to tell me um, <laughs> later. Do you know? <laughs> Uh, no, I haven't even looked it up. <laughs> I, usually I start celebrating around the 20th. Right. And well, depending upon when the sun actually rises. So today. I, I pick a, yes. I, I pick a good day to go greet the sun. 
Yeah. All and right. actually, I do actually remember you doing that with the kids last year. You went yes. up to Mora Mesa. Yes. But I whatever you that. do, do not do a handshake or knuckle bump with the sum because <laughs> you'll get burned. Yeah. There you go. Um, let's just go around. Dr. Jean, who do you want to give some uh, give some love to? Oh, that's a really great question. You know, I'm thinking about this group that I have been connecting with. It's actually quite an eclectic group. Um, one is called Collabor Dance, but they're all different people who are doing dance in wherever they can do it at the beach or sometimes in the Carrillo rec room. But um, some of us are going to be getting together to do a vision board for the next year. Um, and so that just feels like really sweet that people that have like minded that we really want to just connect um, with ourselves and with each other. So I just want to send a big thank you out to that whole group i love vision boards i have vision boards hanging all in my room i'm a vision board person <laughs> uh, richard ellsworth can even he say because what is that my vision board <laughs> so, but i wake to up to wake up at two every morning uh don sanders we had a nice uh kickoff to the holiday season with my wife's birthday on december 4th Aww. and uh, we got the whole family together for dinner and a game night and that we haven't seen all of the family together in one place for many many moons yeah so that, that was that was quite nice and uh i i uh and you know love love to my wife uh for having her birthday at a time and we could do that to kick off the holiday season Woo. Yeah, that's nice when they have the Christmas babies, though. Yeah, Seriously, yeah. it's like preemptive. <laughs> of uh, I think that's why they were born. Yeah. You know, so for gathering before the gathering. Yes. It's yes. nice. <laughs> well, we have to get together. It's our birthday. Yes. Not because it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Dominique. Uh, I want to give uh, shout outs to, there are lots of people that I worked with remotely that I don't physically get to see. And I'm so grateful that they're willing to work with me over the telephone or work with me over Zoom. And I, am I, I'm just, gosh, I'm filled with joy with all the people I get to connect with. Mm. Speaking of joy. I'm going to give my my family and my friends, they, they all know that I love them very much, but I do. I helped Dominique out with the uh, with her Braille students and this one woman that I've taken on. She's just finished um, our first book, Pick Wire of a Cario. It was so good. It was in the 1800s. It's kind of like that um, series 1883, which is magnificent. Oh. And it just parallels that. And yeah. it won. I would have never read this book, first of all, in a millionaire's. Erica reading a book is a joke. Okay, so actually, <laughs> so I read this book. We finished it. We, now we're going to go to the other sequels to it. There's three more. And I would have never done it without her. And she's taught me so much. And she's a beautiful lady. And everything that she's had to overcome. Joy Duke. Yeah. Is... Mm is she inspires me. And it's funny how two people just coming together randomly. I mean, she's so thankful to me, but I'm, st I'm getting 10 times more out of it than she will ever know. So joy. I mean, that you're my, you, you, you would be the ornament that I put on the top of the tree Aww. this year for, I um, mean, I mean that she's a super, super special lady. Um, Dr. D. I'm going to send out gratitude to my wife, Amrita, because day after tomorrow, we celebrate our 20th wedding anniversary, and she has just begun embarking on a new path in her life. Right. Nice. Beautiful. And, it, and it'll be a, an amazing path. Richard, oh, did I absolutely. get to you, Ellsworth? Did you say anything? Mm. No. Talk to I me. I haven't. 
Um, I want to give a lot of gratitude to Erica, Dominique, and Dominique's mom, Vera, for letting me stay with them. And I had a trifecta of life challenges, school stress, and health issues all hit me at once. And um, they've they've welcomed me into their home until I head back to, to Connecticut. And I, I get bored staying in one place very easily. So I'm constantly in and out and all over the place and coming in at all crazy hours of the night. And um, and I'm just so grateful to to have a, a landing spot with, with family. So thank you. Well, you're a family. That's right. <laughs> Richard Ellsworth. And if you ever do that to me, again. <laughs> I had to call well, your mother. So we circle I called back your mother. Okay. We, we circle back around to Dr. Amy. Right. We all go through time periods where we are uh, experiencing stress and we delay on asking for help. And yeah. um, we can all attest that asking for help sooner rather than later is a good thing. Fortunately, you and I have this relationship and you know I'm daddy. Okay. <laughs> so when I say, get your, you know, I just said it because you've got to be kidding me. You're such a great kid and I know I Richard, understand. Richard, you're a light. I, you're yeah. such a light. Yeah. And, and they know, put up with you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, he knows the ins and outs of the house. Uh-huh. All of our co-hosts are light. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. G, Dr. Don. Dr. G, Don. Dr. I mean, we, we thank you. Team Sports Radio, our listeners. And by the way, because this program is going to be rebroadcast on Christmas Day, I actually think we should end with a little... I don't know, a little something for the listeners. There you go. Well, (laughs) one thing I do want to share really quick is Eternity Ready Radio and Jeremiah Ferris. I mean, he's been blowing us up, and I so appreciate him. And if you haven't gotten a chance, just you can ask Alexa, Eternity Ready Radio. A friend of mine did it. It works. (laughs) We're not that dialed into the technology, but I want to thank them as well. But let's want to finish it with a Christmas tune? Uh, Not so much a tune as much as just saying Merry Christmas to everyone. Everyone from Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio. Merry Christmas, yes. Happy Hanukkah, all those festivals of yep. light. Yep. Happy yeah. Winter Solstice. Festivus for the rest of us. That's it. Happy <laughs> holidays. God bless you all. See you next week. I'm unstoppable. I'm a pusher with no brakes. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single.